another unarmed black man has been killed in New York State. We'll tell you the details. Also, Eric Metaxas is being accused of punching a Trump protester in Washington, D.C. And we've got a new trailer for James Bond. And that's all ahead. This is the Relevant Daily. It's relevant. It's relevant daily. Relevant daily. Relevant daily. Relevant daily. Hey everyone, I'm Tyler Huckabee. Welcome to the Relevant Daily, where I bring you a tapping at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up right now. First up, on March 30th, a Rochester, New York man named Joe Prude called 911 out of concern for his brother, Daniel, who was behaving erratically. When police arrived, Daniel Prude was naked in the street, but uh, he complied when officers told him to sit down and allowed himself to be handcuffed without resisting. Video shows officers placing what's called a spit bag on Prude's head. It's a mask designed to keep detainees saliva off of officers. And uh, then Prude appears to become agitated again on this video, uh, shouting and spitting. The video goes on to show officers shoving Prude face down on the pavement, telling him to calm down. The clearly distraught Prude shouts that they are trying to kill him. He begs them for a gun. The officers hold Prude's face to the ground for two minutes, about two minutes, before they know that he's no longer moving. The hood and handcuffs are removed as officers attempt to perform CPR before Prude was loaded into an ambulance and taken to a hospital where he was put on life support for about a week before being pronounced dead. A medical examiner ruled his death a homicide caused by complications of asphyxia in the setting of a physical restraint. The report also listed excited delirium and acute intoxication by PCP as complicating factors. Daniel Prude was visiting his brother from Chicago where he lived. He had been taken into custody earlier that evening for suicidal thoughts, but was cleared for release after a few hours. Joe Prude called police again after his brother left the house, leading to the confrontation that ended in Daniel's death. Now the incident is strikingly, hauntingly similar to the death of George Floyd, another unarmed black man who was suffocated by police. Prude's death predated Floyd's by about two months, but the family did not release video until this Wednesday. The video is linked on relevantmagazine.com, but it is quite disturbing. Uh, Joe Prude held a news conference in Rochester saying, quote, I placed a phone call for my brother to get help, not for my brother to get lynched. How did you see him and not directly say, the man is defenseless, buck naked on the ground, he's cuffed up already? Come on. How many more brothers got to die for society to understand that this needs to stop? Ashley Gant, is, uh, she works for the Free the People ROC. Uh, she said at the news conference that, quote, police have shown us over and over again that they are not equipped to handle individuals with mental health concerns. These officers are trained to kill and not to de-escalate. These officers are trained to ridicule instead of supporting Mr. Daniel Prude. Black Lives Matter demonstrations in Rochester lasted long into the night with reports of police pepper spraying and detaining protesters. Prude's aunt, uh, her name is Latoria Moore, told the AP that Daniel, uh, who was known to his family as Rel, was a father of five. He worked a warehouse job in Chicago and had been making frequent trips up to visit his Rochester family in the past few years following the death of his mother and another brother. Moore said that Prude had been dealing with psychological issues, uh, but the last time that they spoke, she said he was the normal Rel that I knew. She said he was just a bright, loving person, family-oriented, always there for us when we needed him. He never hurt or harmed anybody. 
In another story, Eric Metaxas finds himself in the news for all kinds of reason. We've talked about him on this podcast quite a bit. Uh, recently, he claimed that Jesus was a white man. You might remember that. It's just the sort of stuff that this conservative radio host, uh, Bonhoeffer biographer, and one-time VeggieTales screenwriter does. But even by those standards, leaked video that appeared to show someone who at least looks very much like Metaxas just straight up sucker punching a DC protester just seemed very strange and suspect. But now, in an email with Religion Unplugged editor Paul Glader, the taxes confirmed that yes, that is him, and yes, he just punched a guy. Okay, so here's what happened. Video shows a group of well-dressed people leaving President Donald Trump's speech during the Republican National Convention at the White House. Now, they pass in this video a group of Trump protesters who are chanting. One of the protesters is uh, on a bicycle, uh, and he's shouting uh, when the video shows a man who appears to be Metaxas is dressed in the same way that Metaxas was shown to be dressed on his own Instagram feed from that evening, pivoting and punching the guy in the back of the head. You can hear a woman in this video shouting Eric when he does so. Now, in this email that uh, that Metaxas allegedly sent to Paul Gladder, uh, Metaxas says, quote, it just happened. Religion Unplugged notes that Metaxas actually asked Gladder to keep this email private, uh, but he chose to publish its contents anyway, since he had not agreed to an off-the-record conversation. And Metaxas, up to this point, had confirmed that he was the man in the video. He did, however, tell World Magazine that, quote, for context, just so you know, the guy came at me with his bike and was very menacing for a long time. Now, Religion News Service spoke with that cyclist who got hit, and he disputed Metaxas's account. He said, quote, he attacked me. Uh, he said, I wasn't threatening or intimidating. I was on a rented bicycle. He clearly punched me from behind. The man can be seen in, uh, in the video shouting, you just attacked me, bro. Uh, the man who resembles Metaxas then backs away, kind of runs, skips backwards away from the fight. Uh, you can see the video over relevantmagazine.com. Metaxas told Gladder in this alleged email, quote, I wanted to get away from him, but I didn't even know that there were cops or anyone nearby, which is what made it all so frightening. It was very, very unpleasant. In a later Instagram Live video, the demonstrator who got hit said he was detained by Secret Service, but implied that onlookers cleared his name by showing the footage of what had actually happened. He said, quote, I don't want the dude to get charged. I just want awareness that Republicans are attacking people. Finally, James Bond is back for real this time. We've got an actual trailer for Carrie Fukunaga's first foray into the 007-verse with No Time to Die, which will bring Daniel Craig back to the role, supposedly, for the last time. Reuniting with Leah Seydoux from Spectre uh, will also bring Lashana Lynch from Captain Marvel and Knives Out Anna de Armas along for the ride. They'll be facing off against Safin, who's being played by Rami Malek. Uh, the, the trailer has all the car flipping and motorcycle jumping and fancy suits and uh, a fighter jet that can both fly above air and underwater. It's a great trailer. Uh, not totally sure what this plot is yet. It's unclear what Safin, our bad guy, wants. But in keeping with Craig's time as a 007 over the last few years, it does look like No Time to Die will be more connected to the plots of his previous movies than the episodic Bond movies of old. Now, interesting to note here that this trailer says the movie will be in theaters in November. No Time to Die was one of 
the first movie to scuttle its release date ahead of the coronavirus pandemic. And that pandemic is still very much going on. Just before we started reporting this, we got word that Rob Pattinson has come down with COVID-19 on the set of The Batman. So obviously prayers up for Mr. Pattinson. Uh, but it's another sign that this pandemic has not gone away yet. Now, Tenet is in theaters right now. It's doing financially very well. This is proof that blockbusters can still work and make a buck even in the COVID-19 era. But it'll be interesting to see just how this James Bond movie rolls out in a couple of months here, uh, depending on where we're at with COVID-19 by the time that it actually does release. And we'll see how Bond fares against his greatest foe yet, one that cannot be shot. (laughs) Uh, You can read more about all of these stories and everything else we're covering today over at the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. Also for the latest, make sure to follow Relevant on social media, Twitter at Relevant, Facebook and Instagram at Relevant Magazine. You can subscribe to our other podcasts there as well. I'm here every weekday bringing you the latest Athena section of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily.